I've been through it, they've been watching, trying to see how I do it, how I've made it all look so easy. I've been working twice as hard for half the love. Make it perfect, but they tell me that. Hello, and welcome back to Crystal Clear, the podcast where clarity is the goal, clarity in life, clarity in choices, and just being totally clear with who I am and where I desire to be. Crystal Clear is my affirmation. Hello, how are you? This is going to be my second episode of 2019. I did say that I would have 35 episodes this year. So that does mean I will, for the most part, be recording every other week. There will be some back-to-back weeks because I don't know how to get, you know, 35 episodes in there without doing that. Hopefully I'll be prepared. That's the challenge and I'm prepared to meet it and or beat it. Also, um, this week is going to be a great episode, partially because I have a guest. Oh my God. Yes, we know last year I didn't have many guests, but um, this year I am going to change that and I'm kicking it off with an amazing guest. It is Stephanie from Better Life Choices New York. She is a life coach and she's my life coach and um, she's amazing. She also has a podcast called I Said No Podcast and you can you find her anywhere you're listening to podcasts and she also has a hashtag for her podcast and that's ISN Pod. She's amazing. You have to listen to her and um, part of the reason why we're having the conversation is because of one of her episodes called I'm Better Than You. Yes, 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 yes. She has a podcast and she had a show called I'm Better Than You. And it came right after my I Don't Want to See It where I talked about the braggadocious. And she came with the I'm Better Than You. When I tell you I was a hit dog hollering, I was a hit dog hollering. Listen, I don't know if y'all paint pictures when y'all, you know, hear like sayings like that, but I paint pictures. And so when I hear that, that saying, hit dogs holler, I imagine a dog being hit by a car. Sorry, sorry to all the dog lovers and our uh, animal lovers. I apologize, but that's what I imagine when I hear I hit dog hollers. And I've been hearing that saying a lot. I feel like on my other podcast, Running Opinions podcast, uh, my co-host Carmen said something about a hit dog hollering. And I believe on Black Married Fly, Candace Denae said something about a hit dog hollering. And so like that saying is like, right in my face right now and um I feel like a hit dog hollering um but you know that's only fair because I've also been the bitch behind the wheel and the said vehicle hitting a dog you understand so I guess this is my just do either way I love the conversation that me and Stephanie was able to have in fact when I was listening to her podcast I am I said no podcast in the episode I am better than you I was live tweeting and um, I spoke about um, the difficulties I was having with this better than you idea, right? And so I told her I need better than you therapy. And that's what I'm going to name this episode, Better Than Therapy, because I needed it. I needed it. I need. I needed help to see it because I struggle there. And I'll talk about my struggle, so I'm not going to get into it here. Um, but I'm also trying to call it something different. Um, it's not so much a struggle as it is me digging deeper, getting a greater understanding, you know, you know, finding a new meaning for what this is. Is this just who I am or is this a part of my people pleasing that I haven't released just yet? So this is an amazing episode. I love when me and Stephanie get together. In fact, Um, when we're having the conversation, I feel one way and it's amazing, but when I get to listen back to edit, like I'm just floored, (sighs) we make magic together. We definitely do. But, um, yes, I enjoyed this episode and I'm sure you will too. If, uh, you're listening to it and you feel like there's something that you would like for us to bring out more or something that you would like to ask me or even ask her please do so in the comments or wherever I post this episode usually Instagram and our Twitter so just feel free to comment wherever you listen and um, I'll get to you or get back to you as soon as possible and uh, 
enjoy the show. So when I have guests, I don't follow my usual format. So basically, this is going to be the last time you hear from me. And, um, you know, I'll, I won't come back for an outro or anything like that. I know I like to keep it short and sweet, but when I do have a guest, I give them their time. So this episode will likely be over an hour and that's why I won't come back. <laughs> um, so I would like to let you know in advance, I am not proud of the recording quality. Um, I have a new gadget that I have yet to master and I was not prepared to use that night. Bad on me. Um, but I feel like it still came out fairly decent. It just could have been better. There's going to be several moments where I don't know what the heck I was doing. I feel like I was moving it around, dragging it across the floor. Maybe just, you know, my anxiety because I was getting excited from talking to um, Stephanie because she's amazing. But, you know, please excuse those moments. It's not um, continuous. Uh, but I feel like it's okay. I'll do what I can to eliminate any of the background noise. This little device that I have been recording on when I have guests is pretty powerful. So there's like a lot of things that you hear because it's picking up so much. I do not like it. It costs too much money. I'm probably going to figure out how to make it work or something, but I'm tired guys. I'm tired of, you know, trying to master things for my podcast, but you guys are worth it. And I want, I want you to enjoy listening to the show. So that's that. I'm going to go ahead and get out of here so you can listen to the show, actually. Do not neglect your dream and stop denying your truth and enjoy this show, guys. It's amazing. I cannot say that enough. Goodbye. So, guys, me and Stephanie, we get to do it again. (laughs) I know y'all remember the first episode we did together. I called it Clearly I Struggle With Doubt and Fear. That's what it's called. And Stephanie helped me through, uh, we, we had great conversation in regards to struggling with doubt and fear. So before I, you know, left for 2018, I had an episode called, I Don't Want to See It. And in that episode, I talked about people being braggadocious. I've always struggled with the braggadocious. I am continuing to struggle with the braggadocious to this day. And then Stephanie had an episode and it was called Better Than You. And when I tell you, it helped me a lot, but it made me feel uncomfortable because I was like, I shall never tell anyone (laughs) that I am better than them in any way form or fashion and it was just like oh my god i need better than therapy like oh my god like i realized in that moment while listening to you that i i I just for me that's like foreign you know and it made sense everything that you said was it made perfect sense like being better than self-doubt being better than your imposter syndrome like I, I felt it through and through. It was just like, okay, I could be better than my imposter syndrome. And I can be better than my self-doubt. I can, you know, personally better myself. But when it comes to, like, situations and or possibly people, that's where I'm like, ooh, ooh, how do I navigate? You know? How do I? Is that okay? Is that okay for me to say right. is what most people hit me up with when they heard the I am better than you episode of ISM pod. So I'm glad that you reached out to me and said, this is not settling right in my soul. <laughs> Cause that is what you did on Twitter. You said, Hey girl, I have to talk to you about this cause I feel it, but then I don't. So I'm just happy to be here. Crystal. Thank you for having me back. Absolutely. Absolutely. So where do we start? Where do we begin about I'm better than you? Where do you want me to go? Where do you want me to navigate to? So I, I guess for me, I'm okay with knowing for myself that I'm making improvements and I'm making better decisions and I'm changing a lot of things as far as like how I move and, you know, what I'm willing to try and, you know, the places I go and the people I'm dealing with. But in the event that I have to like actually say something along the lines of, hey, this situation, this, this feeling is no longer mm-hmm. something I'm going to accept. How do you say that? And and this is especially a good time because, you know, 
we're fresh out fresh into the new year where people are supposedly quote unquote cut, cutting people off because they're not where they need to be or we're different now or i'm trying to go this way and i'm not sure where you're trying to go so I right. Just, yeah right well let's be clear you're not different because the ball dropped yeah. you're not different because <laughs> you're not different because you did a countdown to five four three two one on december 31st if you're different you can be different on any 31st of any month or any first of any month i need people to understand that i understand being on one accord mm-hmm. with the world but we have to be realistic and many of us are stuck because we're not realistic because what happens crystal is the first comes after the 31st after new year's eve comes the new year's day comes and then the second and the third comes and everybody realizes that they're the same and they lead you know themselves right into the valley of disappointment Mm -hmm. and they can't keep that momentum because it's unrealistic for a lot of people who don't have consistency and discipline which many of us struggle with right right? so Mm -hmm. i just wanted to get that point out the way because we are still relatively in the early stages of the new year we're still in january depending on when this airs and somebody listening right now crystal is not feeling better than anything they're feeling disappointed they are feeling like i didn't even start the diet or i started and i already stopped i didn't start the business plan or i started and i already stopped i didn't break up with him or her i started but i already stopped you know i want someone listening to know right now that it is okay to be human Mm -hmm. and not succumb to the fantasy that because the big ball dropped in times square that you are poof a different person right 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 absolutely actually right. for, for me this year um i didn't you know i you know you never want to say oh this is a new year's resolution i think back when i was in my early 20s i decided that i'm just not going to call it that but i can set up a plan on what i would like to focus on and this year oh. for the first time ever um when the question was asked i was like no um this is the first time that I actually felt like I had a year where I actually did what I needed to do. So I'm going to focus on the fact that I'm okay. Like, I feel like we pass up the moment to rejoice and be grateful for what we've gained. And so we're, yeah. we're so ready for the next thing to where we forget to say, you know what, God, I'm grateful right now. So I'm, I'm, okay. I'm, going, I'm not gonna ask you to change or improve anything right now because I am so grateful for how I got here and what I'm doing in this moment. I am extremely grateful so I can stay still. If you don't want to do nothing this year, God, you good. You know? You good. You You did another thing for me right now. Okay, that's a word, Crystal, because the industry that we're in, uh, especially me as a a life coach, as a speaker, everyone wants to promote uh, healing. Everyone wants to promote change and evolution and growth which are all amazing things but no one speaks to the person and says but what do you already like about yourself right what do you already love about yourself what do you want to magnify or, or just hold in place right you never do that because god forbid the life coach or the therapist or the woman's empowerment speaker says that she's scared that she's not going to keep you coming back for clickbait and coins and coming to her events because she wants to sell you on all the things that you have self-doubt about so she can try to temporarily build you up for the second that you're at her brunch. Right, right? Let's, right. let's keep it. Let's keep it 100. Thank let's you. call them out. Let's Thank- call them out. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> right? So no one's going to tell you that, hey, Crystal, I need you to sit down and assess and take inventory of all the things that you love about yourself, that you like about yourself, and that you would like to keep or that you would like to enhance. And let's focus on those things instead of focusing on, and you mentioned it, everybody's trying to do the cutoff. I don't believe in cutoff because I'm my vibration is so high. Whatever is not and whoever is not on my wave is going to be released automatically. Mm. Mm. I, so I instead see that. of focusing on the cut, just focus on release. Release people from, you know, being uh, tied to the expectations that they don't have the capacity to fill. Just right. release. Right. And I, I remember I remember saying that like my first year I was on the podcast. Um, I said it. I was just like, look, I don't I don't feel like I have arrived for me to be able to tell somebody where they're not for me to be able to cut them off. Like and I, I never mm-hmm. felt I never I never felt good or accepted the idea that I could cut somewhere off. And I feel like that ties into my better than theory. And I believe we <laughs> talked about it before because, I, you know, you are my coach. And I told you, like, I had a quote that says, I'm no better than you. I just know better than you. And, well, come on. Well, yeah. and it's just like, I understand that. I, I That I understand. I understand that I 
may have accepted different ideas that puts me in position or I have had the advantage of certain things that put me in position, but I don't want the person or the people who are maybe watching to assume that I'm better. It's just like, I need you to, un I need you to be clear on the idea that we're, we're basically the same. I've just been put in a different position. So you yeah. might, you, you think I'm better. I might, it might, you might perceive it as better, but I, I want you to understand you given the same opportunity could be in the same place. And that, that I think that's kind of why I struggle with it because I feel like okay. when, when we say, or if I was to tell somebody I'm better then I'm eliminating it for them. Does that make sense? Interesting. Yeah, that does make sense. But that also speaks to the people pleaser or the ex people pleaser in you to me. Yes, ma'am. I see. Because that. you see what I'm saying? Uh -huh. Because what, what what is the problem with someone knowing, seeing, or thinking that you are saying that you are better than someone? Let's break down the technical definition. The definition of better is of more excellent or efficient type or quality. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. Higher quality, greater quality, a different class, a step ahead of the rest that's the definition of better so mm -hmm. when i went on i said no the podcast and i said i want to talk about being better than i'm going to title this i'm better than you because i think people have to understand that though we are all beings we all bleed red mm -hmm. right when you cut our skin we all bleed red we all are flesh and bones as a being we are all on the same level mm -hmm. as, as a being but when we get past being a being and we break down men and women and children and siblings and workers and employers and bosses and, and customers, there comes a time where we have to be okay with separating the being from the day-to-day -day activities and titles that we hold and be okay with saying, I'm better than you in this area. Mm. Not stronger than you, not, you know, more educated than you, just, just better, just flat out better, I'm better. Well, it's better, better. And let's let's break that down. What do you define as better? We have the technical definition, but mm -hmm. you know that most people only define things based on their experience, whether or not Webster's Dictionary says that that's what it is or not, correct? Mm -hmm. uh -huh. Right. That's so true. When, yes. So it might be I'm more intelligent than you. If we're in the same class and you just mentioned something that said, well, if you had the same opportunity as me, you might be just as good as me. I beg to differ, Crystal. I beg to differ because not everybody has your intellect or your capacity to hold or retain the information that you do. So we might get, be given the same textbook. We might be given the same boyfriend. We might be given the same amount of money. I might blow it all on one pair of uh, shoes or sneakers or a pocketbook. And you might say, well, I'm going to invest this, flip it, and make it three times the fold. Mm -hmm. So just because I'm given what you are given does not mean that I'm going to achieve what you achieved with it. Thus, I may be better than you. Wow. You follow me? I follow you. Like, I'm right there with you. I, 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 I'm there. I, I am. I just, you, you know, I'm struggling. <laughs> yeah. And, and I, I want to, and, and this is why we're having the conversation because, you know, just as many, as many affirmations as I can give myself and understand about myself, there's always, I guess the, I think it was instilled in me at a young age to stay grounded. And I feel like maybe somewhere in there, I'm kind of, you know, conflicted because I feel like if I put too much stock in my ability and what makes me special and what makes me better, quote unquote, then I am losing footing as far as staying grounded. So mm -hmm. I think I think that's something that I definitely struggle with. And, and this is why I'm having this conversation with you. Because when we when you were when you were going, you went I'm mean, gonna tell you you went off about it. Like I heard it clearly. And the whole time the other side of me was like, Crystal? You can believe that <laughs> if you want to, but you better remember. And I'm like, why is this a struggle for me? Like, is it a possibility that some people, um, while while understanding that they are better, have to hold themselves a different way to where they always come off as humble? Or is that still my people pleaser just saying, Crystal, be nice to them? Well, it could be a combination of both because your people pleasing is an agreement that was given to you somewhere down the line, your childhood, your teenhood. Most, most of us have childhood traumas, as you've heard me say a million times mm -hmm. over and over. Someone knocked you down a peg when you were feeling good, whether it was that church solo, that pretty dress, that birthday party, 
that moment in school when you got an A or they called you to the chalkboard because they knew that you were going to pass the test or that moment someone called you beautiful and someone said, you know, don't listen to men. They, they call anybody beautiful. They always want one thing. Somewhere, somewhere down the line and maybe more than once, someone put the agreement in your head that anytime you felt confident and you spoke on your confidence, that it was negative. Mm. That if you were better, you, know, you felt great in the moment that you were belittling other people. So you had to stop. Mm. I, and I, what that did was, sorry, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no, good, good. No, I was just saying I, I can see that. Keep going. Yeah. What that does is we carry so much. We carry so much, Crystal. As you know, as someone who is very aware of what she wants and who she wants to be and takes action on that, whether it's hiring me as your coach or doing whatever self-help and inventory that you do, you know that we carry baggage. Mm -hmm. And most of us, if you're like me, my baggage is designer. And what I mean by that is I mask it because it looks good. I'm carrying this heavy weight, but it's Louis Vuitton and Gucci because I want to make sure my lip gloss is popping and my eyebrows arch, but I'm still damaged. You mm -hmm. see what I'm saying? Yes, so the difference between I think you and I is I had those agreements, but I'm willing to shed them at all costs because I want to start relearning myself in a different way. I want to relearn myself in a way where I don't have anybody else telling me how I should be. I don't want to should all over myself based on my ancestors anymore. Does that make sense? It makes sense. It makes sense. I guess for me, I, I can't, I can't differentiate if it's what I learned because of, mm -hmm a traumatic experience or something that just knocked me down a peg or if it's mm -hmm. just the way I'm intended to be, you know, because I, I yeah. also, I do, I feel confident, you know, I do feel confident in a lot of ways and I, I feel like my, my confidence is also quiet confidence, you know? So, mm -hmm. I, so I, do, I do not, I don't like, like I, I want to be there and I'm not going to say I'm not there as far as, you know, changing at all costs. I guess like, I just, I'm not sure if this is like, my intended path or is this just a definite struggle that's kind of like hard to pry you know yes no that's a great i love that you said that i'm just trying to figure out is this me or is this something that was given to me that's what it sounds like you're saying yes me. and it could be a combo of both mm -hmm. um or it could be one or the other. Again, only self-reflection and you doing your work will determine that but what if it is just you what if it has nothing to do with, which I do believe it does, some remnants up there from, mm -hmm. you know, your childhood. Um, but what if it's mostly just you? What if it's just Crystal doesn't mind being a person that does not have to have confidence that's not anything other than quiet? I think that's okay. Mm -hmm. I don't think you have to constantly second guess your type of confidence. You don't have to come across like me. Right. You don't have to be Stephanie. You know, there's enough Stephanie to go around. I'm, I'm too much for my damn self sometimes, right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't, you don't have to be like anybody else because, you know, as we always say, your superpower is you. There's only one of you and that's your unique gift. Right. What if you no longer say I'm struggling? What if you change the wording and say, you start to say I'm managing instead of struggling? What if you redefine what you're doing with what you're feeling to start to decipher what it really is? I'm managing. I am searching for deeper understanding. <laughs> yeah. Yes. When we say I'm struggling with, or this is killing me, what we're doing is not even allowing ourselves to really process it. We're just sticking a, 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 a hard label on it that says I can't get anywhere. Right. I'm, I'm, fight, I'm fighting with this. I'm struggling with this. This is just so annoying. How about if anyone listening, anything that they're, they believe is trouble that they are trying to assess, why don't you take my advice? and start to label it a different way. Yeah. Change the narrative of what you're trying to figure out and see how that starts to work with the uncovering and the unmasking of it. True, true. I definitely will change the way I, you know, speak to it and what I call it. I think that's a great idea. Okay, great. Now let me ask you something. You mentioned braggadocious. What does that mean to you? And give me an example from your early life from Little Crystal's life where you said or they told you or you saw something or you saw someone else who was quote-unquote braggadocious and they got knocked down a peg. Give me an example of why your definition of better than, you know, why do you recoil it so? I remember, this is this is sad that I remember this, but it, it might just be my breakthrough, okay? <laughs> I remember being <laughs> on uh, a playground, okay? I was in elementary, maybe like second grade, okay? I remember this, um, 
clearly. And um, I was at a new school and this school was predominantly white, okay? I was probably one of two black children in my class, okay? And we were on the playground and a little white girl comes up and she's like, Crystal, do you want to see me jump rope? I can do all these different things. And so she showed me her tricks. I stood there and paid attention. And when she was done, I was like, okay, cool. Let me show you what I can do. And she was like, I don't care. And walked away. <laughs> Listen, she was like, and, it, and when I tell you, like my heart was like broken. Like, I don't know why it hurt me so. But I was like, why could she, you know, come over here and show me everything she could do when she doesn't even have 10 seconds to see what I can do? Like, what was that? Like, I don't know what kind of viciousness that was. And this might be nothing to somebody else listening. But when I tell you, like, that hurt me to my core, <laughs> it hurt me to my core. It did. And what about it, you, that you didn't get an opportunity or that she dismissed you or that the moment was solely about her and you believed it was about you both? I thought it was going to be an exchange. I expected an exchange. Mm -hmm. That That's what you hurt me. An now, go back to me and tell me what she said initially to get you to watch her again. Uh, look and see what I can do. Like, watch me watch me do this jump rope trick. Like, she was just, she, entered, she walked into introducing, like, look at what I can do with the jump rope. And I was like, right. okay. Okay, so what, a, what part of look what I can do says we're going to have an exchange? Well, I just wanted to share, you know, like, okay, we, <laughs> you good, you good, I give it to you, but watch this, you know, I just wanted to share, I just wanted her to be as impressed as she made me, you know, I just wanted to share the experience, you know, and it's like, she didn't care, and I, and I guess I felt like since I stood here and gave you time, that's, you owed me that, but I guess maybe I was wrong in, in the second grade, you know? And when you saw her do that, she was in her in your opinion that was she was overly confident she was braggadocious so and also dismissive and she didn't share with you so did you link all of those together like if someone's like her and, and confident in her way that that means she's dismissed they're dismissive and i don't want to be like that so to me i don't know if i labeled her in that moment as confident i don't think okay. i even you know said that that was her bragging i just know okay. that i felt like she wanted to show me something but mm -hmm. she 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 only wanted to show off what she can do and wasn't interested in what anybody else could do. You know, like that's how I took it. It's yeah. like she was afraid to be maybe uh, what's the word? Like she was afraid that I could be better. Mm. That's what I took yeah, from that better word. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's like she was in fear of me being better, so she shut me down as soon as I was like, "Well, look at I don't care," and was gone. Please. <laughs> <laughs> children yeah. i don't expect anyone any child to have a deep level of connection right. and understanding whether it was you receiving or her giving or vice versa mm -hmm. of course not but those are moments i asked you to talk about stuff like that to show your, your audience those moments that people just don't think anything of or it happened you know 20 30 10 15 years ago these are the things that shape us these are the things that take us past the, again, Webster's Dictionary definition of a word and make our experience define a word or define a characteristic or define a person. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we can't even articulate it. It'll be like, I just don't want to be like that because she was like that. And it's like, well, what is that? Well, well I link it to this. So I link it to that. I'm not saying that's what you're doing, Chris. Right. Uh, but I talk to people, many clients or personally, where to try to get them to define what they're feeling and why they associate a feeling or a word or a characteristic to something, it's like pulling teeth. Right. They can't find it. They're just like, I know how it made me feel, uh -huh. and I don't want to make other people feel like that. Well, this is what happened. So as soon as she walks away and says she doesn't care, it's like something in me wanted to transfer this anguish. <laughs> and so I then was looking for people to showcase my talents to, to pay it forward so I can walk away from them and shut them down. I don't care. You know, I, I wanted to do it to somebody else. I don't know why. But I, I was like, okay, let me let me find somebody to do this to because it's not right. It can't stay with me. Like, honestly, I oh, remember... You had to energy. You I, I, had to get that off you in some way. Yes, and I didn't realize what I was doing, but I knew, like, I need to do this to somebody because I don't... <laughs> if I can't get her, I need to get somebody. And that was like, it's funny. Hurt people hurt people. Right. You know? Right. And I just remember immediately looking for somebody to like, 
uh, you know, just come interrupt because it literally, that's what she did. She interrupted me. And so as far as just to get back on track, just as far as like braggadocious and how I look at it, honestly, I feel like it's anybody who can, I guess in detail, tell me, oh, I, I see what you're doing. Okay. It's, it's this, I, I see that, but let, let me tell you that I'm doing this and it's just so much more. And what you're doing is really not that much in comparison to what I have going, you know? And it's like, when you, when you set out to show me, like, to be clear about it, to be like, you're not doing enough and this is what you should be aiming towards. I feel like I, I understand that you might, like a certain person might be at a different level or being and doing better or whatever, but I don't feel like, I don't feel like it's a, a good place, a quality place that you're coming from when okay when you are you know basically telling somebody i see what you're doing but look you see this this is what it should be and and yours is not even close enough so i'm not gonna tell you to stop trying i just want you not to be proud of your progress at this point because this is what it should be you know that's how i look at it this is this is what i encountered when i spoke about it on my show so mm -hmm. so that's where it came from it was just like really you really you really doing this you know, like, right. so that's, that's kind of where it came from. I feel like when you, when you want to make these type of comparisons and you want to leave somebody feeling like they're inadequate, not enough, mm -hmm. sometimes even discouraging, like, instead of me being like, uh, discouraged in that moment, I, I felt sad, sorry for them. I'm like, who, who does this? You know, like, why would you try to right. make me feel bad in the event, if you're doing so good, like, why would you even come at me like that? Or why would you come at anybody like that? Right. Yes. I, I completely get that. And I think it depends on the person and the intention behind uh, the better than, mm -hmm. right? The quote unquote better than. Uh, I think we live in a world that says anyone who is confidently or bold enough, brazen enough to speak about how magnificent they are, that they're automatically looking down on other people. Right. And I always tell people, I can't be looking down at you because I'm looking up and looking ahead for, my, for myself. Right. Right. It's not about looking down on you. It's about me focused on looking up, shoulders back, on what's on the horizon for me. Right. Now, a lot of people will say, you know, she's intimidating. Uh-huh. And I'm like, no, you're intimidated. Right. That's the difference. No, I agree with that. Right. And, I, and um, right. me and my husband were having a conversation yesterday, actually, because we were talking about, like, what would you do in the event that you got, like, a, a Ferrari or something like that, like a very expensive car. And say, for instance, you had two cars, but your day-to-day -day car broke down and you have to do your day-to-day -day errands in your Ferrari. Like, are you going to go to the same places? Do you do you not feel like, you know, you're being pretentious as you drive through, you know, to your normal places in, your, in this type of car and these different type of areas? And I'm like, you know, actually, I'm not mad at the person or the material thing that people may, may be able to, you know, acquire. That's not the problem. I'm not mad at success. I don't have an issue with success. In fact, I'm a fan of, you know, I want people to be as successful as they could be. I have the issue with how they pri prioritize that success, how they prioritize, you know, these materialistic things. You know, like, I, like I, I'm fully right there with you. Like, if somebody is um, confident in what they do, I feel like they don't have time to, you know, look down on it. It's like you said, like, you don't have time to do that. You don't have time to, to tell me where my shortfalls are and where I should be. Like, you, like that person brought that to everybody else to see. I feel like if you're really doing what you're supposed to do, if you're really doing it, if you're really confident, you are building others up, not tearing them down. And the fact that you have things doesn't mean you can't talk about it. But it's how you talk about it and how much value you place in those things. Because if those things are why you're successful, then I'm questioning your success. Because I feel like your success got you those things. Those are not why you are successful. They ca Those things right. came to you because of your success. Not the right. other way around, you know? They don't, they don't define your success. You got them because of the work that you did to right. become successful. Right. Yes. Yes. And you're right. There are many people who are pretentious who want to attempt to impress people by trying to down them or say that their culture is better. You know, people are right. always, there are always going to be people with their nose in the air. There's always going to be elitists. Mm -hmm. You know, there are always going to be people who are like, 
it's not about better than you. I'm talking about your race. I'm talking about everything. And I'm like, right. no, 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 that's not what I meant. Of course, you heard the episode. Right. That is not what I meant. And as you stated that I said, I am better than my self-doubt. I'm better than my mm-hmm. fears. I'm better than my imposter syndrome. I'm better than my depression. I'm better than my anxiety. I'm better than my attitude. I'm better than my childhood traumas. Mm-hmm. I'm better than everything that holds me back. And I am a, and I might also be a better sibling than some of my siblings. I might be a better, if I'm a secretary in a pool of secretaries at an office, I might be a better secretary than the one who sits in the cubicle next to me. I might be a better friend than someone in my friend circle. And that get, got a lot of feedback because as you said, everybody was like, yes, yes, queen, to the self-doubt stuff. But when I started to say, okay, let's talk about these labels we have as human beings. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about daughter, wife, and all that. I, I, I My friends, uh, a few of them are wives. And when we talk about stuff, I'm like, wow, she's a better cook than me. Mm-hmm. Because she out here sauteing and flipping, and I'm out here like, babe, you want to order Chinese food? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I had to be okay with that. That's not saying she's a better being than me, back to what we said at the beginning. Right. She's not a better a being than me. She's a better cook than me. Right. And it's okay for someone to be better than I am, or I am better than someone else is in a particular situation or role. I agree. And we're taught, we're taught that if you say that, then you are automatically disrespecting and downing people. And for me, the point of that episode and every episode on ISM Pod is to liberate people, Christine. You know, I'm all about freedom, like set yourself free. And if the freedom is, I'm uncomfortable saying that I'm better than somebody because of whatever I associated with or whatever it means to me, or if that's just who I am, then that's that's your definition and your brand of freedom and that's okay. It's not about jumping on what I want you to say or how I say it or what I believe. It's about freeing yourself in a way that whatever topic I'm discussing, you see it your way and you stand in it with no conviction. Right. That's it. Yes, ma'am. I I appreciate that. That it, it was a wonderful episode. Um, I was listening back to it today and I'm just like, you know, I, I agree with it on so many different levels. I just understood the way that I've been trying to manage it, you know, because, you know, we're all just trying to get a better understanding of who we are, why we are, and, you know, just, you know, work and, you know, deal in that, you know, because, you know, of course you want to be authentic. You know, I know I can't, definitely, you definitely better at Stephanie than I am, (laughs) you know? (laughs) (laughs) And you're better at Crystal than I'll ever be. Right, so it's like, I mean, of course that is the case, and so it's just, it's just kind of, taking someone that you respect taking their advice and like applying it and asking questions and i'm I'm glad we have the relationship that we do have because otherwise i wouldn't be able to make immediate exchanges with you on twitter like hey i'm need some (laughs) therapy on this you know because i know we get each other i know we understand each other and and so that that i appreciate you know that i was able to do that and then we can come here and have a conversation you know just to bring clarity for myself and my listeners you know, just anybody who has heard or, you know, might be confused with, you know, the better than issue or just, you know, have issues with managing it. Like, like me, like, hey, like, I don't think I need to be, you know, you know, getting people attention by saying, excuse me, excuse me. <laughs> I'm better. I'm better than this job. Um, I'm better. I'm better than this assignment. <laughs> you know, I'm better than this project. I'm better than this. <laughs> be prepared to be fired right right (laughs) it's not even about stating the words it's about the energy in the air that you carry and the vibration you are there is people tell one compliment i get all the time is i know for a fact that i have to respect you Mm -hmm. and that used to bother me crystal because i'm like don't you have to respect everybody like what do you mean i know when you come in the room that i have to respect you and one day my mother sat me down and she said honey You have to understand that the energy that you carry, though it's bold and it's full, it's also sensitive, it's also romantic, it's also sweet, but it's also no nonsense. Mm -hmm. They know whether it's from, whether it's the way you dress or the way you're staring or the way you talk, the way you carry yourself, the way your voice carries, that they can't treat you like they may have treated her or him before you or after you. Mm -hmm. And that's okay. And I used to be like, well, I don't want people to... You know, because contrary to popular belief, I had I had a lot of people pleasing in me too. Because for so many years, Crystal, my childhood trauma and not even just mine, because of who my parents were, 
you know, you would get the residue. As they say, sin from the father, mm-hmm. sin from the mother as well. So my mom always had a big personality. So even when her kids were quiet, it'd be like, oh, I know you Carmen's daughter, so y'all, y'all don't play. So right. people were expecting me automatically to be this big presence in the room, even when I wasn't trying to be. So when I found my own voice and became that big presence in the room, I was still trying to dial it down because I was scared of what people would think about that presence. Right. And my mom said, you just have to take control of the energy that you carry and be okay with that. No matter what people think about it, what they say about it, they're going to respect you. You just have that about you. And I was just like, you know, what's wrong with being respected? Right. What's wrong with people knowing that I am better than whatever you said to her? You can't say that to me or treat me that way. I would like it if you treated no one that way. You know what I mean? Right. But what's wrong with me being the catalyst? For someone saying, let me get my stuff together because let me sit my back straight because Stephanie came in the room. I had to really learn how to be okay with that. And that's what I try to um, educate people on. Whatever you are, whoever you whoever you want to be, learn to be okay with that. Because somebody's going to say something regardless, Crystal. Whether you're quiet confident, you've got a loud, boisterous confidence, somebody's going to have something to say about you either way. This is true. This is true. I, I mean, I, I'm getting... You know, I'm getting better. I guess what happened or what happens is like you you get to a place to where, you know, you're 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 calling yourself maturing, but then you're re reevaluating like your gifts. Like, are these yeah. actually gifts? You know, like is this something that actually makes me special, or is this something that holds me back? And you know, I feel like I feel like I have been going through that stage for quite some time now. And then when I put myself on a podcast because I just felt like, hey, this was necessary. And, you know, I was, you know, fighting for myself. And, you know, you get all these mixed reviews. And like like you, like you're just not stating. Like, I felt like that, you know, people, you know, people told me, like, because I said something on my my, my first five shows about cursing, that people was going to stop cursing on their show. And I'm like, wait. Are you serious? I was just like, look, I... I I have no one. You know, I can't tell you what to do. If if your authentic self is to talk the way you talk, then please do that. You know, like, because I want you to come across just as authentically as you feel as I do. You know, if I don't, right. if I don't like it, that's just me. I, they don't have anything to do with you. And, you know, and it just, it, I guess it made me think, you know, like, hey, like, I, I don't mind people, you know, looking to me, you know, respecting me, but I don't want them to put me and you we had this conversation i don't want them to put me in the position on this pedestal where i can't be human because i think we see an example of you know preachers you know being you know talked about and you know you know just just belittled every day because for whatever reason people need the people in the church to be perfect yeah and and, they worship here's the thing it's about anybody someone worships the church especially because it's attached to Jesus, of course, right? Mm-hmm. But if you notice, it's anyone that someone worships. And hmm. we, we definitely worship people past the church. Whether right. it's Rihanna, Beyonce, anyone. They can do no wrong. They can't. I will overlook them, you know, raping girls and women. Hello, R. Kelly fans. I'm coming for you. I already wow. did, actually. And I'm going to come for you again. <laughs> um, we put people on the pedestal and we cannot stop worshiping them for various reasons and I completely understand what you're saying but there also has to come a balance of you being somewhat comfortable with your influence crystal you are you are influential if if people want to stop cursing because they believe that it's a good thing because you mentioned it or said it that doesn't necessarily mean that it's pedestals time it can mean that you actually help somebody find a part of themselves a way to articulate themselves without using profanity and that's not a bad thing right no it wasn't a bad thing i guess my biggest issue would have been like are is are you being true to yourself but like is that you you know like because i don't want like that's my thing like i felt like in church you know being that i was young i feel like anything that the pastor said if I wasn't doing it, I needed to do it. You know, that was my understanding. And you know how, I I believe you said something like this before, like, you know, the things that we find ourselves, you know, a victim to, we try to rescue everybody else from it. You know, because we we fear that they're experiencing what we're experiencing. And they may not be, but the whole idea is like, you know, it happened to me. 
I have been in a position to where I felt like I had to change everything every time somebody I respected said it needed to be a certain way. And when I tell you yeah. the circles I went in trying to live up to all the uh-huh. things that I was told, you know, all the things that I heard and I, I thought it was a good idea. And it, it took a long time to sit still and say, hey, none of that is for me. None of it is. I can't do any of that. And if even if I could do it, I'm not going to be happy when it's done or after it's said and done. Like, who is that? Right. You know, what? who right. is that serving? Is that serving the person? Is, you, is it you pleasing them while they uh-huh. are still not pleased with you? And it, it, it was uh-huh. that. It was just like you bending backwards, bending over backwards just to be something that they said they were looking for only to find out that they were just talking that day. They didn't really intend for anybody to make that happen, you know? No, right. They were just giving their sermon for the day. But the I, day. I'm going to challenge that because you and I are both past, uh, uh, church children. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm a pastor's kid. You know, we both grew up in that. Um, and I'm not going to speak for you. I will say some aspects of it were cult-like. Like you said, right, we just right. follow. We have the sheep mentality. We, we show up and listen to what the man who's spitting with the rag says. And we just follow his word. But I'm going to challenge you to start to believe that the crystal clear listener is not does not have a sheep mentality right people who choose to press play on your magnificent podcast are fully aware that they are in control of their life and that you are a vessel speaking from your point of view with no force on them to emulate anything you say or do and if they choose to do it i'm going to speak for them and say that they're doing it because they feel it's right for their life and you were just a vessel to deliver that word to them i accept (laughs) I accept. I agree. And I absolutely do. I I do want people who can think for themselves um, listening Mm -hmm. to my show. And I do believe that's the audience that I do have. So thank you for saying that. And thank you for giving me that perspective because Lord knows I can use it. Um, I think the way that my self-doubt and um, excuses materialize, you know, Mm -hmm. it comes in the form of what if they think this or what if... Mm -hmm what if you're misleading them or what if you're you know what if you know what any anything that you know can take me off course i i promise you it comes in the form of what if what if that's what self-doubt does crystal it is it is making you project some of your traumas of the church world which are real, which are so real, you know I know, are so <laughs> real. It's making you project that onto your audience, and it's making you project that onto yourself again, mm-hmm. which causes you to be hesitant, which causes you to maybe stop sometimes, which causes you to, you know, also, it's also a good thing because it causes you to be transparent and you speak about it like you are right now. Mm-hmm. But what we have to understand is our self-doubt and the big cousin of self-doubt, the imposter syndrome, is not really looking for anything other than someone to co-sign it. It's not looking for someone to specify, uh, what do I say? It's not looking for someone to specify your greatness. It's looking for someone to co-sign so that it could keep you down. Right. It is not interested in you being magnified and lifted up to your best potential. It's only looking for anything to stick to you like Velcro that will keep you in that, uh, am I enough? Am I telling them too much? Am I doing this? Are they following? Are they sheep? If you could just set your intentions mm-hmm. to understand that you know for a fact that what you're delivering is from your heart and transparency and let it fall like rain wherever it's supposed to fall without you projecting, mm-hmm. I think you'll have a, a, I think you'll enjoy recording a little bit more. Well, yeah, I think when I was able to like lay low, you know, you know, cut, mm-hmm. cut my gear off, you know, without, you know, thinking I'm going to get back and just like, look, I'm not coming back until 2019. I was able <laughs> I was able to kind of like relax and, you know, like I went home to, you know, see my people and I felt like that recentered me. And, you know, I just, I feel like I was kind of restored into like my initial, my initial self when recording as far as like my intention, not knowing what to expect, not knowing if anyone was listening. So literally I was talking to myself just, you know, on a podcast. And so, like, it's something that happens, and and maybe this is for my listeners, too, if anybody's thinking about, you know, doing something. There's something that happens, even, you know, when your intentions are pure and and you're speaking, you know, for yourself and only for yourself, and you're just thinking that maybe someone, you can help someone with your stories or whatever you can help them with. You You just feel like, if nothing else, this is my truth. And I'm hoping 
just maybe this is going to help someone with theirs. And uh-huh. I feel like when people actually start listening and you actually start getting feedback, there is, you know, this responsibility that comes in, this understanding that people are really listening. And you're just like, oh my God. And it and it's it takes you, I feel like for me, it took me from my center. It did. It uh-huh. it did. It took me from my center because the worst thing that I feel like anybody could do, and I feel like even unintentionally, like what a lot of the, the pastors that I know, that I know of did, is, you know, maybe they got caught up. You know, maybe they did, maybe they did get caught up in ego. Maybe they did, you know, lose sight of the original intent. Like maybe they did. And maybe that, right. you know, kind of encouraged a lot of decisions. And, you know, we look up, we just feel like we found ourselves in a bad place. And we were we were we were lost, and we you know we weren't happy, and we felt like we wasted a lot of time or whatever. The, however you feel when you find yourself not where you feel like you belong, I feel like right. I feel like when people were listening and I was getting a response, I just I was fearful of letting people down, you know. Uh, I was fearful okay. of that, and 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 it 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 it, it, it made it made it feel different. Honestly, it did. Uh-huh. It made it feel extremely uh-huh. different. And then, like, to have some conversations where the people you knew ended up upset. And that made uh-huh. you feel even worse. And so, like, I did go through this period to where I was going to say little nothing. You know, not be as free, not be as open. Because I didn't want to hurt anybody. And I definitely right. didn't. You know, it, but not, no, not nothing else. I just didn't want to hurt anybody. I didn't want... People to take my advice and it not work, and I didn't want to. I didn't want to say anything that people didn't like and it hurt them. Like it was just I went through that period. I'm gonna say a good bulk of 2018 was me being fearful of hurting people. Hmm. Hurting you, people. You're fearful of hurting people on the microphone. People who hear your voice. People who take your advice. People who value what you have to say. You were fearful of hurting them. Fearful of hurting them. And then, and then when you realize, and so like when I got to that point, I'm okay, no, it's fine. You know, these people, they know who they are, you know, they, they just like to show whatever. I kind of found a different place to sit with that idea. And then I got to the place where I was like, well, they shouldn't put me on the pedestal, (laughs) you know, like they, they should know, you know, who to listen to. Like you can't. You know, you got to be careful who you, you you know, set up to, to be your everything, you know? And then I was like, yeah. you know, being kind of upset with the fact that anybody would even put me up there for me to fall and hurt them. You know, like my downfall hurting them. Like, why would you do this? Why does anybody do this? Like, what's wrong with everything? Like, I was just really in a bad place. Like, look, I don't want to hurt Girl, y'all. I was spiraling. I was, was spiraling. spiraling. I was, and it was just like, look, like... I'm just like y'all, because at the end of the day, I do feel like part of me is just like everybody else. I just decided to believe in myself. I decided that I did have something worth saying, and I just, you know, I took a leap, and it just turned into something more, and when I took the time away, when I, like, literally took the time away, told myself it was okay to be who I was, told myself that I could be every aspect of myself. And it actually, it actually took me kind of pulling away from, not pulling away, but kind of just setting up the space for, you know, like my lighter side, you know, mm-hmm. like, like the side mm-hmm. of me that likes to have fun and laugh at things that are also unfortunate. Like when I took that time to actually do that as well, it gave me like the balance that I needed, you know, so I yes. can't, I can come over here. And still be just as authentic, but I understand. Like, look, I'm a, I'm a, I'm an entire person. There's just not one part of me, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and I need y'all to understand that as uh, introspective as I can be, I am also somebody that you will probably laugh at all day because a large part of me cannot be taken seriously, you know. Like that, that, that is it. Like that is, I am that person. Like I'm the riddle. I'm the living riddle. Like, do you listen or do you not? Like, the choice is yours, right. but I probably just gave you everything you needed. But I, but right. I can't, I can't present myself as your answer. I have to still present myself as the question mark. You know? 
Oh, I like that. Yeah. A I'm, lot. I, <laughs> and so it's so it's like I, I had to find that balance. I did. I literally did. Like I was going to be uncomfortable until I until I did. And when I did, I was able to say, okay, now you can do whatever you need to do over here and then go do what you need to do over there. Because now you're not holding yourself to this fantasy. Uh-huh, that uh-huh. that you're putting on yourself and that you're imagining other people are putting on you. Right, that you're projecting that other right. people are But see, that's one of the things to me, Crystal, that makes you better than, and I'll finish that sentence, that makes you better than someone who would force themselves to be in a space where they know that balance was not. This is this is this is what makes you better than you you know when you need to unplug you know when you need to go and center you know when you need to go and recalibrate you know when you need to go and discover and assess to me that makes you better than someone who is just worried about numbers on SoundCloud and iTunes you get what I'm saying yes someone who is just not caring about not only their mental health and their emotional health and their needs but also their audience's needs that is someone to me who has insight that some people don't. And it's okay to be a person who has better insight to themselves than the next person. And then when you come back refreshed and balanced and realizing that you don't need anyone's permission to be the great uh, crystal that you are, you out here recording episodes that shake me to my core at my desk, but I'll be ready to break the flat screen. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? <laughs> I'll be like, Crystal, what are you doing to me? I cannot even focus now because you are just giving me a word that I, even if I didn't see it that way, you're giving me a perspective. You're challenging me. You're provoking my thought to me, Crystal. And I listen to a few podcasts. As a podcaster, I try to listen to some. I don't really listen to a lot. But you are better than. Your content is better than because you can tell it's coming from a woman, coming from a being who is present. Mm. Who is present in the moment. Thank you. And if that, if that moment means I got to unplug, if that moment means I'm here and I got to give it all, if that moment means I got to pull back a little bit and focus on my words and take notes today and read from my notes, you are present. Honey, you are better than, and I'm not going to let you tell me that you're not. <laughs> Thank you so much. You don't know what you just telling me I'm present just did for me. Thank you. I will tell you. Thank you. Thank you so much. You're welcome, Crystal. Thank you for having me on. I hope anyone who listens just have has a better understanding of better mm-hmm. <laughs> by my definition of better uh, by the Webster's def- dictionary uh, of uh, definition of better and how they want to apply better to their life. There is nothing wrong. Listen to the sound of my voice, people. There is nothing wrong with wanting to be better in any aspect of your life, whether that's financially, physically, spiritually, emotionally, any way you want to be better mentally, it's okay. And any place that you already think is good that doesn't need enhancement, that's okay too. We have to be the people that stand in our truth, no matter what that truth is to other people. I'm not saying this is not a justification, Crystal, to go out there and be a thief you know, go out there and be someone who is just a despicable person. No, I'm not talking about criminals. I'm not talking about someone who's hurting people intentionally. I'm talking about the average Joe like you and I, Crystal, who are literally waking up every day, just hoping that we get home at the end of the day to be grateful for the day. Does that make sense? Yes. That's the person I'm talking to today. The person who's the mom, the dad, the daughter, the father, the son, the niece, the nephew, the aunt, the co-worker, the entrepreneur, the, the stay-at-home mom, you know, the pregnant woman, the dad who's really working hard to communicate with his children. I'm talking about the average person who's out here just trying to make it. You stand in your truth. If you like something about yourself that is not harming others and others are not affected in a negative way, keep it. And even if you like something that others do not like and that they feel is affecting them in a negative way, assess it. Assess it. Because like I said, just because someone is intimidated is it says you're intimidating doesn't mean that's the case they might just be intimidated someone might say you're mean because you're telling the truth and setting boundaries but that's not the real definition of mean i need people to start assessing and defining things for what they are not just based on their experiences and that's my word from the life architect thank you so much stephanie thank you so much oh my god listen Cause it's rare That you can find someone
say she can't explain it. You understand it.